What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, you know, another movie that opened this week, again, it was a very busy week at the box office, A24, our favoritist distribution house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Writer-director Ari Aster, whom we both enjoy up to this point. Generally. Just generally. You don't have to rave, but we don't hate Ari Aster. uh, Of Hereditary and Midsummer. I I like Hereditary a lot. Um, I like parts of Midsummer quite a bit. Uh, Parts of Midsummer that I wasn't all in on, but I would... uh, Yeah. Well, then... no, it, it, okay. So that's fair. So let's 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 talk about let's talk about his latest, uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, times three uh, or more, depending. I was like, say, how, how you'd like to you know interpret that. Uh, Bo is afraid. Two hours and fifty nine minutes. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Um, mm. Two hours and fifty nine minutes. Joaquin Phoenix, Patty Lupone is his mother. Uh, <laughs> Amy Ryan, Nathan Lane. All right, look. A, if if you can, in 10 seconds or less, explain what this movie is about, I'll be impressed. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Um, young man who has fear of sex, lives in isolation, afraid of his mother, and then has to go back home when he finds out that she's had her head chopped off. You are, you right at right around 10 seconds, but, and, and I will argue that that doesn't even come close to explaining what this movie is about um, here. Okay. So here's, here's, can, can we agree that at no point is reality established in this movie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. So, at, not, yeah, not, and when, and not, and when we say that we, we don't mean it's never, like realistic what we mean is that they never actually establish what is real in the movie right so because because to be fair if you go back to hereditary and midsummer they both both those movies start and we exist in a world that is real that is now and over the course of the film that story and characters become more and more disconnected from that reality Bo is afraid like I said, it starts in a in in the psychiatrist's office, which everyone can agree is not real, because uh, you're in the psychiatrist's office, so that's never reality. That's not reality. Um, and then immediately, uh, I described it uh, as as dropping the audience into what is effectively Grand Theft Auto Ari Aster, um, uh, because sure. he's walking yeah, around the. Sh- yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's just there's like 
violence in the streets, people walking, you know, running around naked, stabbing people, uh, you know, the random See, dance yeah. studio person on. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's like you're playing Vice City, but you've got Joaquin Phoenix walking through it as if this is his wow. reality. Yeah, it's a little more apocalyptic too. Yeah, but no, I think, but I don't think, I don't think that's to me. But I think you're right. For me, I w- I was thinking more of Escape from New York, um, the city that that's just you know run by prisoners essentially. Right. But no, I like the I like the Vice City sort of thing. But yeah, essentially, it's pure chaos. Um, and 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 Bo is a person who needs just the opposite. And so this is like the worst scenario for Bo. And Bo apparently lives in what I would assume is the worst part of town, but I don't know. I guess there could be worse parts of town. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Any part, any part of town can be, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty horrific and he's terrified and there's a naked guy running around stabbing people, which, which I, again, um, I, I found hilarious. He's on the news. They have video of this old man who runs around naked, just randomly stabbing people. So he's caught on video, but the police haven't caught him. Yeah. But then he shows up at the beginning and tries to attack Bo. Yeah. So it, you watch this. And like I said, at no point is there ever like a baseline reality. So all of the stuff that Ari Aster moves his other two films into, it's already here. So it's like I yeah. there's just yeah. no there's no grounding to it at all. And as an audience member that makes you know kind of dissecting the film incredibly difficult. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No and, doubt. To no put doubt. it mildly. Uh, well, yeah. Well, because and and, and we, to be clear too, the movie doesn't stay in that world. Um No, it goes other a- completely that yeah, there's shit, a, there's crazy a, places. There's, there's a jump to another different world that is is radically different than that world that comes next. Well, the and Nathan Lane more, segment. The, yes, the more idealized family in the country. Um, only <laughs> it's John Waters writing the family in the country, so this family's really screwed up underneath the surface. Yes, um, you know, initially they you know appear pretty normal and whatnot, a little weird, but you know, I don't think that you would assume that what comes next necessarily would come from them. But, you know, the daughter uh, is a particularly uh, what messed up individual. I yep. think everyone in the family is pretty, pretty messed up. Yeah. And they, yeah, it's, 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 but it's, it's a different, again, that's a different world. And then we jump to another world after that um, in the forest. In the forest and, with like the commune of, Artists, artists who are putting on plays, and somehow that leads into an animated film for a while. For a little bit, kind of quasi-animated. Uh, I would almost, I would almost say it's Song of the South esque uh, in well, construction, yes. uh, because we're way past Roger Rabbit at this point. No, no it, well, it's, it's opposite of Roger Rabbit because it's one actor. In an animated world, basically. Yeah. Mostly. It's it's Bo walking through an animated world that initially is based on the set design of the play in the forest. Yeah, you're you're really supposed to keep up with all this, I think. I don't know. Anyway, um, but it, it keeps shifting. You know, and then it uh, I is is I is there's what there's something else and then he finally ends up at home. 
Yeah, he he leaves the forest and uh, anyway. he, he winds up at his mother's funeral, but that doesn't turn out the way it is. And we're reunited with a girl from when he was young. Which was never really established as well as I think it should have been. Um, I mean, I think you get, I think you get it, and I don't think it's like, well, who is she? I think it's apparent who she is. But those scenes to me, the Parker Posey plays yeah. the, the character, and those scenes to me were just awful. <laughs> Only to be even, either, but the, the, the most awful stuff came after those scenes with a different actress. Yeah, but to me. That's really where things start to unravel, um, and and I can compare this film to Enter the Void, which was a a, a film that played Sundance a few years ago, um, and it was so long that when it was le- released in American theaters, they said, "Okay, we have to cut something. What do you want to cut?" And they yeah. said, "We'll just cut reel number five. Oh my god! It was just it just it was just like take out this one reel um, because it, it won't it won't change the plot." at all it, it's just you know and and i started to feel that way uh with this film is like you know at a certain point i can go with you on this journey and i can put up with a lot of stuff and you know there were there were things that i, I was really trying hard to connect with and only to realize that i was giving all the the context to the you know any meaning that was in this film i was creating based on my own you know my own mm. experiences which is an interest an interesting way to make a movie um, but then, and like I said, that final—I don't know, forty minutes, I have thirty minutes, whatever it is—it felt like it went on forever at that Bef- point. Before but or after Parker Posey? Uh, right, right, right about then. Right, you know, right about where she makes the entrance, and then you know, it, it, it's about at that point where I was like, I'm done. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> I, I I I can't continue to um, give you benefit of the doubt. I can't continue to fill in the gaps that you're not filling in. I can't mm-hmm. continue to make meaning out of something that probably has no meaning for you. Right? Like, why am I trying to make meaning to your movie when I don't think you think there's meaning in your movie? Right. Um, and that last half hour 45 minutes or whatever it is the, the, is def- just, the defending your life segment it's so bad it's, it's it so is bad. not yeah it's i mean defending your life by the way if you've never seen that film is a great film uh albert brooks meryl streep yeah great film 
And there, it's, it's kind of a horror, horror riff on that general concept, but it is terribly done. Um, and then it, we get to the, the standard Ari Aster long drawn out end uh, scene yeah. where it's just one scene just playing over the entire credits, um, which I found not nearly as horrific as the end scene of Pearl playing out over the credits. Uh, what that was truly horrific, but this film, sure. look, the, Joaquin Phoenix is great in this movie in any particular scene. Sure. And I, any yeah, particular scene in a vacuum is interesting. The problem is, is that over the course of two hours and 59 minutes, none of it matters and none of it's really connected and so why? It, it, yeah, that's an interesting scene, but it doesn't matter. It's an interesting scene, but it doesn't mean anything. It's an interesting scene, but it, what you know, it doesn't tie to anything. So I, I don't, I, I don't know about this movie. I I can't recommend it to anyone to go into theaters to see it. Maybe when it starts streaming, if you would like to see what all the hubbub bub, bub, bub is about. But uh, but if you're gonna do that, do that, I think the instant that it's too much, you just turn it off. Yeah, and there's no the, need I to think, finish. If you ever get to the point I, where you're I, like, I, I maybe I should turn this off, just go ahead, just go ahead and turn and, it off. You're fine. You know, and, I, and that's really unfortunate because I mean, you know, you make movies, you probably want people to watch it till the end. But I don't know that. I mean, it it honestly felt like, you know, that. He was essentially thumbing his nose at anyone who stuck around for the end. It's it kind of uh, like maybe you know he was he was seeing if 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 anyone could outlast him. Yeah, you know, you know I, just, I get the feeling that somewhere he's probably got like another hour or two of footage uh, that he could easily uh, have put in. But maybe he thought you know two four two fifty nine. He goes, that's it. That's my limit. He goes, I'll put that in and see who see who sticks around. Um. And I did because I, I like said I didn't watch any of the trailers. All I heard, I, I heard that basically people were, were like, "Man, this movie sucks." I'm like, "Well, now I want to see it just to see if it actually sure. sucks." Um, well, yeah, and so, and and you're partially because he has built up at least a, a bit of goodwill um, in in the sense that you know this wasn't like he his his first film or this wasn't right. you know but. Um, you, you know, you want to give directors the benefit of the doubt. You want to give directors the opportunity to do something different. You want them to go out and and have a creative vision and achieve that creative vision. But sometimes I, I I would like it to be about something, or I'd like to learn something, or I wouldn't like you know. I mean, I, I guess maybe the ultimate thing that he's doing here is he says see i can i can exploit you you're you're easy to exploit and so i'm going to exploit you as an audience um i'm going to exploit the industry that gave me 35 million dollars to make this film is that how much this movie cost yes um i'm going to you know you know i'm going to take your big budget and i'm going to shove it up your you know whatever whereas i think we've seen other directors um, I'm, I'm, I'm specifically, I think of like uh, movies like The Northman, um, yeah. Annihilation, where we have directors who are coming up to the system who 
get larger budgets and actually do something with those budgets that feels interesting if not perfect i actually love both of those films um but you know i mean it's just like i give this guy that much money if this is all you can do with it, it yeah is it is it a well-made film yeah, the first two hours probably but that means that at least a third of the film isn't and how many movies because they make for 35 million dollars yeah a24 doesn't do that that's not that's not normally their their modus operandi i don't think a24 produced the film there was i think i think they're distributing it but i don't think i don't know how much money they actually of that 35 million put in um because there there are other film agencies associated with it so i'm i'm thinking that that they put their name on it because of who it is. Um, I, I don't think they were necessarily, I don't, I don't know. I don't, but I don't, I don't think they were as invested in it as, um, some of their other films. Um, so no. Wow. Budget 35 million estimated gross so far, according to IMDb, 1.5 million. Yeah. And at 320,000 of that they have as a U.S. Yeah, and it had a really, it had a really good because they opened it, I think, in like in two or three theaters, mm-hmm. and I think it did like you know it averaged eighty thousand per theater, which when you only have a couple theaters is not terrible. Yeah, um, but that said, when you have a limited release and it's only in a couple cities, you can't really say, oh, well, okay, it's fine, because um, clearly it, it's not, and, and clearly a it's lot of not. Those, well, and a lot of those people wouldn't have gotten reviews. They would have been people who were like, I'm going to go see this because I liked Hereditary. Or mm-hmm. I thought Midsummer was, you know, crazy and see more of that. And then they get something that arguably doesn't really have served much of a purpose. And, you know, I, and I struggle because does, does art have to say something? Uh, I don't know, uh, it, but it's nice when it does. Um, I just, yeah, this, it just, this kind of just felt like a, a waste of time yeah. uh, for me yeah. and everyone who was there. <laughs> Fact. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening.